0: Hi, my name is Father Dan Cambra, and I'm a Marian of the Immaculate Conception, the religious community that operates the National Shrine of Divine Mercy here in Stockbridge, Massachusetts. Today I'd like to talk to you about St. Mary Magdalene. St. Mary Magdalene, as we all know from the scriptures, was the woman whom Jesus drove seven demons out of. In our understanding of hebrew uh, theology the number seven refers to completeness like the completeness of creation in seven days in the case of mary magdalene having seven demons chased out of her means that she was completely corrupt a woman filled with sin whose life was in the eyes of humanity beyond redemption But as you and I well know, nothing is impossible to God. It is precisely in this that we see Christ's healing touch transforming Mary Magdalene from the woman consumed with sin to the woman transformed by love into love itself. St. Mary Magdalene bursts upon the scene in the life of Christ as the woman who weeps and washes his feet and dries them with her hair and anoints them with precious nard. Spike nard is a form of lavender. And the fragrance filled the room, and I'm sure it filled the hearts of many people who were present, recognizing in her, not a woman filled with sin, but a woman graced with the power of repentance. Mary Magdalene, because of her love and devotion for Christ, was precisely the one whom Christ chose to be the apostle to the apostles. At the resurrection, he appeared to her first, not because she was the holiest, but because she was the most grateful. When she receives Christ, her immediate impulse is to cling to him as you and I should cling to Christ, the source of all goodness. But Christ said to her, do not cling to me, Mary, for I have not yet ascended to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Go now and announce my resurrection to my brothers. She went and announced the resurrection, and immediately Peter and the beloved disciple, wanting to verify her words, journey to the tomb themselves. How typical. We're not gonna take a woman at her word. We gotta see it ourselves. Like Thomas, the unbelieving one, I wanna stick my finger in the nail prints and my hand in his side. What makes Mary Magdalene so extraordinary a saint can best be thought about as in contrast to St. Judas Iscariot. His sin was less significant, so he helped himself to the change purse. So he, in fact, sought for himself pleasures and comforts in this life. Not really that grave a sin in most people's minds. But in truth, his great sin was the great sin of Adam and Eve, the sin of pride. Having committed the sin, he did not have in his heart the grace to repent and to seek Christ's forgiveness, as did Saint Peter having denied Christ three times. Saint Mary Magdalene is truly the extraordinary saint of her time period but she is the extraordinary saint of our time as well. She is in fact a patron of those making a good confession. Each of us need to follow in her footsteps. Though we have sinned much, we need to love much. And if we have failed in our past, then we need to strive all the more arduously to follow Christ perfectly in this life and to be one with him in eternity through the intercession of St. Mary Magdalene. In, in art, St. Mary Magdalene is often portrayed as a woman holding up an egg. It's the Easter egg. It's the egg that reminds us that that which appears to be lifeless has life within it, a life which three days later bursts forth from the tomb Life itself, Christ, our risen Savior, who St. Mary Magdalene gave witness to with her entire being. You and I are called to do the same thing, give witness to the risen Christ in our lives by the way we live our lives, in loving God and serving all those around us. May God bless you and all those whom you love.